The Growing Destinations podcast is brought to you by Experience Rochester. Learn more about Minnesota's third largest city, which is home to Mayo Clinic and features wonderful recreational and entertainment opportunities by visiting experiencerochestermn.com. In the center of Venice, there are no locals, there are only tourists. And this is repeating in every big cities in Italy. Our goal from the very beginning was to be the alternative of the phenomena of mass tourism, of over-tourism. Esperienza is designed to be this alternative. Last summer, I attended our language immersion program, and we stayed in this small hilltop town called Verrucchio. Population under 1,000 feels like under 100. And we students would eat at the local cafe in the middle of the piazza, and we got to know the family that, that ran this small cafe. And this year, my wife and I went back to visit them. It was like visiting family. Welcome to the Growing Destinations podcast, where we take a deep dive into destination development and focus on a wide range of topics, from tourism and entertainment to economic development and entrepreneurism and much more. I'm your host, Bill Von Bank. While most people are acquainted with Italy's famous cities and popular regions, there exists another facet of Italy that some may not be as familiar with. It's an Italy comprised of small towns and villages. Enter Esperianza, a nonprofit organization headquartered in Minnesota, co-founded by Anna Bonavita and Tom Gabriel. Their primary mission is to honor and safeguard Italian culture by offering genuine and immersive travel experiences. What sets them apart is their commitment to shedding light on lesser-known regions, far from the bustling tourist hotspots. These places have, over time, witnessed declining populations. Espirianza, however, isn't solely devoted to providing unique travel experiences. They're also dedicated to infusing economic vitality and rejuvenation into these very regions. Anna Bonavita and Tom Gabriel, welcome to the Growing Destinations podcast. Thanks, Bill. It's great, great to be here. Thank you. I'm really excited for our conversation today about your nonprofit organization connected to the rich cultural experiences of Italy. Before our Italy immersion, tell us a bit about yourselves. Anna? In my previous life, I was a scientist. I taught at universities. I worked for big companies. And now I am sharing what I love with people who have open minds and available to explore it with me. Tom? I'm originally from the East Coast and went to Midwest, the Midwest for college. I was a psychology major and an English minor. And after getting my degree, I was on my way to law school when I took a year off and ended up in advertising instead of being a lawyer, and I never looked back. From there, I was recruited to join the Honolulu branch of a big international ad agency. Pretty great gig. We, our biggest client was the state of Hawaii, the tourism. And so we did all that marketing and worked with the hospitality industry there. And of course, selling Hawaii is a you know pretty easy job. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of fun with that. Uh, 10 years later, I came directly to Minneapolis from Honolulu for the weather, obviously. And <laughs> I joined Carmichael Lynch, an agency in Minneapolis as a creative director uh, five years later, I launched a new company that became, had a bunch of names, but it became Gabriel DeGrood Bent, GDB. Uh, 20 years later, we sold the agency. I left the ad business and joined Anna, 
in what is now known as Esperienza Italia. Great lead-in. Anna, can you share the inspiration behind starting Esperienza? And how did your background as a scientist play a role in this transition to culture and community-focused projects? There's not a single event that led to Esperienza, although there was a point in time when the wife of one of Italy's most famous poets asked me to help her little village bring new energy to it. However, there was truly a a series of confluence of events that led to that point. As long as I remember myself, I have been fascinated with Italy. Then I married an Italian and I could not just visit Italy. I could really explore it, study it in depth, ask questions, go and test various theories even. So I studied Italy, some parts of Italy, truly as a scientific object. I wanted to understand it. Gradually, my taste changed. Initially, I was very interested in big cities, Rome, Florence, Venice, museums, famous architectural sites. And then I started finding much more rewarding human, direct human connections in smaller places. And I longed for them. So this is how eventually when the wife of this famous poet, Laura Guerra, asked me to help, I came up with a simple idea, bring people to the village from America. Tom, how did you initially meet Anna, and what was the motivation to become business partners with Esperienza? Right when I was getting ready to leave the ad business, I received an email, I think it was a mass email, from the founder of the local Italian cultural center, who was Anna at the time. And I was studying Italian at night, and um, Anna was asking for any volunteers interested in helping her launch this new venture. And since I was suddenly about to have a lot of free time on my hands, I replied. And when Anna saw my marketing title, I think uh, she got excited and asked me to have a coffee. And at that meeting, she told me about this idyllic, uh, magical, really kind of unbelievable part of Italy and her intentions to create a more authentic and immersive travel experience. And as you can already tell from listening to Anna, she's very persuasive and I was also very excited about the idea of continuing my own education about Italy and the, and the culture and the language. So off we went. What year did this partnership start? It was December 2017, and I often joke that Tom left his job in advertising to join me in Esperienza. <laughs> not a bad gig. Anna, Tom alluded to this, but you're not just involved with Esperienza, but also have a background in founding and leading the Italian Cultural Center and the Italian Film Festival of Minneapolis-St. Paul. How do these initiatives contribute to your mission of promoting Italian culture, and how did they connect with Esperienza's work? Both the Italian Cultural Center and the Italian Film Festival was created as a way of presenting, bringing, actually, modern Italy to Minnesota. There was no other center at that time. 
From the very beginning, the idea was to not just share Italian culture with Minnesotans, but to create an island of humanity at, and warmth, especially during the winter, because so many people here live alone and long for connection. And then with Esperienza, it was like a natural extension of the same idea of human connection and bringing warmth, uh, warm humanity to modern, <laughs> modern Americans. Because with Esperienza, we take you to a places where you can experience it directly. Tom is co-founder of Esperienza. What has been your role in shaping the organization's mission and vision? And how does your advertising background come into play in promoting the organization's objectives and creating awareness? After Anna kind of shared her vision and her values with me, uh, I had the opportunity to, first of all, name the organization. And uh, Good job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Although a lot of people mispronounce it, but that's okay. Uh, and I also had the opportunity to create much of the initial positioning and the personality of the brand, how we go to market. And we needed all the basics, so we created a website. I had help with that. Uh, we did some initial advertising and public relations. And these days, I continue to look for new and different ways to, to reach our target, to tell our story, and basically to gain more awareness. But these days, I have a lot more help with that. We now have a paid assistant who has a background in marketing, and um, she also helps with the operational side. So it's getting a little easier. Yet still, it's a work of love. For both of us. Anna, the mission of Esperienza is clearly rooted in a deep commitment to preserving Italian culture, going beyond mere words. Can you elaborate on how your organization's work has made a tangible difference in the small towns and villages of Italy, particularly in the Emilia-Romagna region? We first arrived in 2018. And I remember how the whole village of Penabili, I mean, we started small. Uh, we went to this village population, 2,700. And how everyone came to the streets to welcome us. How people were stopped on the streets and invited to visit, uh, to share a cup of coffee. Uh, we were invited to the house of the vice mayor. Everyone was talking about about us. We brought new life, new energy to the place. We stayed there for a while. Uh, we're not just going from one big city to another city. We stayed in the same village for three weeks and we made friendships, but we also contributed to all local businesses that we visited during this place. And this was just in 2018 during our first trip. Then we continued along the, same, along the same line. We added new villages where we contribute directly uh, through our business relationships, but we also share whatever small profit we make. We share it with various organizations that we consider important to, to the local culture. Why did you pick this region specifically? This is the region that I know best because my husband was born there 
Emilia Romagna is a big region and Emilia is very different from Romagna. Esperienza is totally dedicated to Romagna. Most recently, last year in May, the big flooding that took place in Italy, we were able to contribute not only with dollars, uh, with raising funds here in the United States, but when we traveled there in the spring, we had our guests actually pitch in and help some of the local people with, uh, with that terrible tragedy. So another, another way that we were helping. What are some unique aspects of the Emilia-Romagna region that make it a prime destination for your programs? Emilia-Romagna is uh, famous for many different reasons, but I will start with food. No other region of Italy is as good as Emilia-Romagna when it comes to food. It has so a very important, impressive portfolio in this regard. Then come the amazing history, the, the rich cultural and art scene. And last, but definitely not least, the people of Romania are the most generous, kind, and passionate I know. There is really no other place I know in Italy where friendship, solidarity, conviviality can be experienced directly the same way the good food, the good wine, and the good company can be. <laughs> I had been to many parts of Italy before I met Anna and experienced this, and it's just amazing how undervalued, under the radar this region is. Anna talked about it, but it is, it, you know, Tuscany has some beautiful places, but Emilia-Romagna can match them easily. You're selling it really well. The issue of over-tourism and its negative impacts on popular destinations is a well-documented concern. Can you elaborate on the hidden costs of over-tourism and how it has affected places like Venice, Rome, and Florence? Is the work you both are doing with Esperienza a solution? I'm one of the founders of the Italian Film Festival. During one of the Italian Film Festival presentations, I had the opportunity here in Minnesota to share with local viewers a film called The Venice Syndrome. This is how we all became aware of what is happening to Venice, how the rise of China middle class, low-cost airlines and Airbnb has contributed to the emptying of Venice. So in the center of Venice, there are no locals, there are only tourists. And this is repeating in every big cities in Italy. Our goal from the very beginning was to be the alternative of the phenomena of mass tourism, of over-tourism. Experience is designed to be this alternative. We imagine us taking a small, very small percentage of the mass that is going to mass tourism that is going toward the five big cities because every year six million Americans visit Italy and they all go to five big cities. So imagine taking a small percentage of these six millions and taking them on the road less traveled 
allows them to have intimate, direct experience with Italian peoples, with Italian peoples. So that's, that was our goal from the very beginning, and we hope we're making a difference. And Tom, not only making a difference with sharing culture, but providing economic impact to those communities. Yes, absolutely. And we don't just uh, come and go and <laughs> buy a few souvenirs. We're really creating re- ongoing sustainable relationships. Given the challenges posted by changing times and population, what is Esperienza's long-term vision for making a sustainable and lasting impact on these small towns and villages in Italy? You're talking about big problem, and we are part of the solution, I hope. We are part of this movement of bringing new energy to small places because this is where humanity resides. This is where we are at our best as humans, truly. We are using tourism as a vehicle to bring this new energy, but we hope that there will be more besides this because the day will come when young people will stay in these villages, children will be born, and uh, life will continue. You started this organization the end of 2017, and as you fast forward, we had a major pandemic impact our lives. How did that impact your organization, Tom? Uh, Well, it was certainly a challenge. Uh, (laughs) Just surviving was a challenge, but as in many of these cases, you know, uh, turned out to being a blessing in disguise because we got very busy and we created something we called Esperienza Virtuale, which um, obviously meant online. And we created uh, cultural programs connecting people here in the United States with our friends in Italy. And we had one program called Secrets of Life Well Lived, which still is living. And mostly free events where people could connect and share stories with our friends in Italy. And at the end of the day, we grew our membership online and we had more people who joined us on our website. And so when we we were able to conduct trips again, we had a built-in audience that was interested. You can help people still who may not be able to travel for whatever reason. Your website still is a great resource for them. Absolutely. We have these virtual programs and um, many, pretty much every month, mostly free. And uh, it's a great way to just get get a flavor for what Esperienza is about. And uh, also anybody who has any interest in Italy should sign up for our ongoing newsletters. Every December, the third Saturday of December, we visit a village in Italy and we look at the presepe is there, and we hear stories about it. So it's a wonderful way to be in Italy at Christmas time and experience it with the local people. As a nonprofit organization, you invest most of your profits back into cultural projects in the rural communities in Italy. Can you provide some specific examples of these projects and their positive outcomes for the communities involved? We are very proud to support organizations such as Archaeologia Arborea. This is a foundation that is dedicated to preserving so-called forgotten fruits. Once every village has their own apples, pears, 
fix. And this foundation has collected various fruits from, from various villages and keeps them alive in a special fruit orchard. So in a way, this is memory of this of this village. We support this organization, but we also support the salt mines, which is right on the sea and still hand produce the famous sweet salt of Cervia, which can be found in some good restaurants. We also have a collaboration with a local park. Uh, it's a national national park of Sasso Simone and Simoncello. And we plant trees for every visitor from America. We plant a tree to go to offset to some degree our carbon footprint. Tom, could you tell our listeners more about your team, including teachers, guides, and local partners who help you fulfill Espirienza's mission? We have an incredible network of people in Italy, in these local regions, and everything from tour guides to people who... Uh, friends of Anna from the past who will tell her, hey, you should think about this restaurant or this orchard or whatever. And we also, along the way in the last five years, have made so many really close friends who are able to help us when we actually get there. We have very large team of collaborators in Italy. And how can I forget Vitaliana? This is an amazing artist in Ravenna who have been the source of so many ideas of how to create truly unforgettable, special, intimate experiences when we visited Ravenna. How can we forget Luigi, the doctor, the 40, the 40 years doctor of Penabili, who is also a poet who, whenever we meet him, recites poetry to us. We also have uh, an incredible teacher, Emanuela Corbetta, who has a um, background in theater. She's director and an actress, and she makes sure that her lessons, like no one else, they are very playful, yes, emotionally engaging, and uh, people learn Italian. We have a language immersion, we have a culinary tour, an art program, and some new things coming. Those are our primary programs. It's evident that you both have a deep love for Italy. Can you share a memorable experience or encounter that solidified your passion for the Italian culture? One was my honeymoon, where my first time in Italy, my wife and I got off the plane. We were very, very hungry, got a rental car. And on the highway, we thought, we got to eat something. So we, we pulled in at a basically a gas station on the Autostrada, you know, the highway, and I ordered a bowl of pasta at this cafeteria. It was the best pasta of my life. And I thought, something's different here in Italy. Uh, But my other example is just more recent. Last summer, I attended our language immersion program, and we stayed in this small hilltop town called Verrucchio. Population under 1,000 feels like under 100. And we students would eat at the local cafe in the middle of the piazza, and we got to know the family that, that ran this small cafe. And this year, my wife and I went back to visit them. It was like visiting family, the warmth, uh, the welcome that we received. And we are now hoping to host their college-aged daughter here in America next year. Oh, fantastic. Anna, any memories? Well, I have too many uh, to <laughs> share, but 
I would like to mention something that one of our very recent visitors, I mean, both me and Tom were coming from, uh, from Italy. We were just there. And I completed together with a few others the Camino of San Francesco, the way of St. Francis of Assisi, uh, which was five days of walking through mountains and stopping in small mountain villages on the way to Laverna, the place where St. Francis received the stigmata. Uh, there were many amazing moments there. Yet, I was tremendously content when our, one of our pilgrims <laughs> said, I have been so many times to Italy, yet I have never experienced it in a, such an intimate way. This is our goal, to offer our visitors a way to experience Italy as they have never had before. For those interested in experiencing Esperienza and getting involved, where can they find more information and get in touch with your organization? Well, we have a website, uh, Esperienza.org, www, obviously, Esperienza.org. And it's a great place to not only learn more, but please, if you go there, do sign up because we will keep you in touch and you'll find out about a lot of free activities uh, that, in which you could, can participate you can also email us at info at experienza.org for more. We do have a phone number as well. That's 612-232-6951. Anna Bonavita and Tom Gabriel, this has been a fascinating conversation. Love your passion for Italy. It's been great to learn more about the important work you do. And save me a spot on your next trip. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for being our guests on the Growing Destinations podcast. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Growing Destinations podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Experience Rochester. Find out more about Rochester, Minnesota and its growing arts and culture scene, its international culinary flavors, and award-winning craft beer by visiting experiencerochestermn.com.